ladies and gentlemen, to JWF Monday Night Ignition. I'm your host, Silver Spoon. Joined as always by a man who I know can't wait for 2020 to be over. It's Captain Tibbs. You know what, Sills? That has never been more true than this current moment in time, space, or all of eternity. I hate just sitting here at this table every night and not being able to do anything. That's right. It's horrible. That's right. We, of course, know you usually the booker as well as one of our top commentators here in JWF. But thanks to a man known as Scotty Moore, that is not the case for the rest of 2020. Scotty Moore has complete control over the JWF, which led to this Sunday's pay-per-view, Scotty Mania. And Tips, I've said it before and I'll say it again. You may not like the boy, but he's got a good damn card built up right now. Dream matches like the VWO taking on their brethren in the Rising Suns. Uh, new matchups like Guy Fieri taking on Big Cyrus Crane. And finally, Ghazi, the Nightmare, seeks to get revenge against Blake Tanner when he takes him on for his B, or I'm sorry, Captain's Championship. You know what, Sills? I will say great card that he's got set up I'm not, you know I, I won't mention that it was handed to him on a silver platter, of course and you've also got such great hits Sills, as don't forget the Battle Royal what's the, what's the prize for that one bud? That's right, the main event of the show, an 8 man Battle Royal to determine who's going to be facing Scotty at the Regal Rumble and, and you know what, you, you like to make fun with that match but I do want to say this Scotty Moore has made a lot of enemies in the back, and I think there are more than more than eight men who want to get together and beat the living hell out of them. So I, I think that's actually going to be one intense match. Sills, I think it might be hubris on a plate. That is right. But going back to that Captain's Championship match, going back to the Nightmare Ghazi taking on Blake Tanner. We, of course, know the history of these two men. Going back a very long way, uh, for a while, Blake Tanner purported himself as Ghazi's higher power, as the person who's basically telling Ghazi what to do until Blake turned on Ghazi. And, of course, many people say Ghazi would have won the Captain's Championship back at heck in a sec if it wasn't for the interference from Blake Tanner. So you know the nightmare has been waiting to get his hands on the man known as the B. That might be true, Sills. We've never seen Blake and Ghazi go one-on-one against each other. Of course, we had the heck in a sec match where Blake Tanner won the captain's championship, but that involved the Dillon. And of course... Uh, that is right. Uh, of course, we also remember in that match, Ghazi tearing the rotator cuff of the Dylan, utilizing that bloody eagle maneuver that Little Evil is known to use. I mean, Ghazi took one of our most dominant champions, put him on the shelf for months. We don't know when the Dylan will return to this company, but it's Blake Tanner who got to celebrate in the spoils, got to take the championship home. And he still has it to this day, Sills. That's right, and our captain's champion is in the ring right now, and I think he's got words for Ghazi ahead of their match this Sunday. Let's have a listen. This Sunday, I step into the ring with a man that I've been told all year I should be terrified of. He has broken people's arms in half like a twig. He ripped the rotator cuff off of one of the most dominant champions in JWF history, the Dylan, sidelined him for months. 
This man has committed atrocity after atrocity since he joined the JWF. He's a terror, only seen in your darkest, most despicable nightmares. And... Wait, what has Ghazi done after enacting mayhem and terror on the JWF for these last few months, actually? Oh, I know. He's lost. He lost it heck in a sec. He lost it crossing the line. And he's gonna lose this Sunday at Scotty Mania. I am going to beat Ghazi within an inch of his life. Because I realized I'm going to have to. And then, no. This is not because Scotty told me to stomp his head into the mat. No, 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 no. We're well past me being one of Scotty's lackeys. You all saw how that turned out for me last time, right? The real reason that I have to beat Ghazi this Sunday is for Ghazi's own well-being. Ghazi, listen close to this. When I stomp your head into the mat, it's going to be for your own damn good, you hear me? I'm hoping that I'll finally knock some sense into that dense skull of yours and prove to you what I've known for months. Ghazi, you are not ready for the JWF. No matter what you claim, no matter what terrible things you've done to try to gain attention, the writing is on the wall, Ghazi, and you need to wake up and see the truth. You need to see what you really are. Not an evil demonic being. Not a nightmare incarnate, not a terror, no. You're just a pathetic, tiny boy who only got here because he shook the right hands and bribed Scotty with the right kind of whiskey. So this Sunday, it's going to be Blake Tanner's job to prove all of this to you. You can't hang with the most successful champion in JWF history, Gazi. Because I'm not afraid of nightmares. Nightmares aren't real. But I am. <laughs> well, powerful words from Blake Tanner ahead of that match this Sunday. And, and part of me has to agree with him. Ever since coming to this company, we've seen Kazi win one match. And if Scotty Moore's to believe be believed that's because Scotty let him win that match so I think Ghazi definitely has an uphill battle this Sunday going against Blake Tanner who let's not forget I know he, 2020 has not exactly been Blake Tanner's year but that man is one of the longest reigning JWF champions we've ever had Blake Tanner is a dominating beast when gold is on the line and I'm afraid Ghazi's gonna have to realize that before this Sunday I think you're right, Sills. This is one thing that we haven't really mentioned about Ghazi recently. It's, uh, his biggest success was right after he joined the company. It might have been fraudulent. He could be just this big flash in the pan. We're not sure if he's ready for JWF just yet. That is right. But one champion who's been desperately proving that it, his, that it is his time now in JWF is our JWF champion himself, Guy Fietti. And in a year where we have had people like champion after champion, we had Momoa Curry, your son Chuck Tibbs, hell, even Scotty Moore, men who, I'll be honest, we were proud to call champion. Guy Fietti swooped in and many people thought that his title win was fraudulent, that he does not deserve that championship. And let me tell you something, if Guy Fietti's going to prove he deserves it, it's going to be this Sunday in a last man standing match against Big Cyrus Crane. That's a very good point here, Sills. And, and judging by Guy Fietti's track record as champion, 
uh, it really leads credence to the fact that he might not have deserved it. That is right, but we of course know Guy Fieri. We have not heard from him ever since he found out that he was going to be facing that massive gargantuan beast, Cyrus Crane. We've not heard from him. Many people thought he took his ball and went home, but he is back this week, and I think he's got words for Scotty Moore and Cyrus Crane ahead of Scotty Mania. Let's have a listen. Hello, everybody. Honeypot McDankstick here with a man who is set off to face against Big Cyrus Crane this Sunday with his JWF championship on the line, Guy Vietti. Now, Guy, I understand you've had some problems with Scotty Moore in the past, but uh, but how do you react to Scotty making this match last man standing? Uh, okay, look, Chuck Tibbs and I haven't always seen eye to eye, but last week... Chuck hit the nail on the head when he called this whole little Scotty Mania thing a farce. Because it's absolutely ridiculous that Guy Vietti should be even forced to fight tooth and nail to defend this title against a man that's never even fought in this company. I mean, Big Cyrus. Everyone wants to talk about Big Cyrus. He's massive. He's a beast. He's not been seen in years. And yet the minute he returns, what happens? He gets a JWF championship opportunity. Look, I- I'm not trying to belittle the big man here, but he hasn't earned this. He hasn't earned the right to face a JWF champion, especially in a last man standing match. Look, I've said it before, and I will say it again, Honeypot. These JXT guys like Big Cyrus, they're future main eventers. They are future Hall of Famers, but that's the future, and Fieri is now. So as far as I'm concerned... Whoa, whoa, I'm whoa, not- wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Guy, I, I, I'm sorry, but didn't you say the exact same words you're saying right now about my JXT champion Chuck Gibbons, that, that he wasn't, what was it, wasn't ready to face someone of your caliber, that he was too raw to hang in the kitchen with Fieri. And what happened next? Huh? I believe you hit Gibbons with everything you had at crossing the line, even going so far as to hit a Trinity bomb on him. And what happened? He popped back to his feet, dropped you on your skull, and pinned you one, two, three. And you know, if I was a bet man, if I were to make a prediction, I'd say Big Cyrus was going to do the exact same thing to you this Sunday. But you know something? You're right. Big Cyrus, he really has not been battle-tested. He has not proved himself in this company yet. So why don't I send him out to the ring right now and we conduct a little uh, entrance exam for the big man? Why don't I send him out to face another former JWF champion and you can watch and see exactly what you're in for this Sunday. Well, Tim's it looks like we got a match coming up next. Big Cyrus Crane, you can see him walking out to the ring. Apparently, he's got a match and against a, a former JWF champion. What the hell? I don't know, Sills. I, I've got almost all the JWF champions uh, uh, recent in recent years right here uh, in my notes, but I, I don't know who it could be. They're, they're all busy. That's right. Blake Tanner on the show earlier today. Momoa Curry, well, he hasn't been seen since earlier this year. I mean, every champion in this company is accounted for, and 
Well, Tibbs, I gotta say every champion's accounted for except for one, and it is Brunch Boy Baron, the man who walked into Wrestlepalooza 2 with the JWF Championship over his shoulder. Hell, he has not been seen in many years ever since Wrestlepalooza 2. We remember he quit the very next night, but it looks like he's back and he's taking on Big Cyrus. Uh, it is certainly a surprise, Sills. I never thought that we'd see Brunch Boy back in the JWF again, not after how he left. That's right, and we got to remember the history of Brunch Boy Baron and Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri never being able to get one over on Brunch Boy Baron. And of course, we'd be remiss not to mention their tag team, their, their tag team together as the Brunch Boys. Multiple time JWF tag team champion. If anyone knows Guy Fieri and knows what Guy Fieri's going through right now, attempting to prove himself as a champion, it's Brunch Boy, and he is in our ring right now, facing off against Big Cyrus. Absolutely dumbfounded. That's right, and that bell goes ringing. Ooh, look at this. Baron immediately grabbing Cyrus in a waistlock, trying to pick up the big man, but, but look at this. Cyrus ain't even moving. It's like the big man ain't even bothered by being in the presence of this former champion. Oh, but Brunch Boy nails him with a big shot to the back of the head and Oh, Tibbs, look at that look on the face of Big Cyrus. He is just staring down Brunch Boy, and I think Baron has just realized he has made a very, very bad move. I think you're right, Sills. Yeah, Brunch Boy trying to establish some dominance early on over the big guy, trying to show his own strength, but he ended up just <laughs> paling in comparison to the, the sheer magnitude of force that Big Cyrus looks like he can project. That's right. And ooh, went for a clothesline as Brunch Boy, but Cyrus ducks it off the ropes. And oh my God, look at that. Cyrus with the, uh, the agility leapfrogging over Brunch Boy. Ain't easy for a big man to move like that. But oh, drops him with a scoop slam before following it up with oh, the Cyrus Salt. That massive standing mood salt that he used to actually win this number one contendership goes for a pinfall. One, two. Oh, wait a minute. Look at this. Cyrus actually pulling up Brunch Boy's body, refusing the three count. Tins, I think Crane is trying to make an example out of Baron right now, just beating the hell out of him with those shots down onto the skull. It certainly looks like it, Sills. He was able to uh, take Brunch Boy, a former JWF champion. Let's not forget that. He might have been gone for a while, but he, he was, took him down to the point where he could have pinned him almost instantly. That's right. And oh, my God. Look at this. Brunch Boy's face, a crimson mask busted open by one of those errant shots to the skull. And look at this. Our faithful referee, Shibata, forcing the separation. I, I mean, at this point... Baron may not be able to continue this match. Cyrus has absolutely decimated him. Yeah, still, uh, for his first match back in the company, it looks like Brunch Boy was extremely unprepared, and he, he might ha have some medical issues that we need to tend to. That's right, but oh, God, look at this. Cyrus shoving Shibata out of the way, grabbing Brunch Boy by the neck, hoisting him up. He's up in the air. Chalk bomb, that beautiful power bomb in the center of the ring, but Cyrus holds on to him. Cyrus holds on, and a second chalk bomb, and a Jesus. third. He is just pummeling Brunch Boy into the mat, and Brunch Boy's out. Brunch Boy's out. Cyrus Crane has just knocked out Brunch Boy Baron, and Tim, that is setting one hell of an example to Guy Fieri this Sunday, because let me tell you something. Brunch Boy ain't getting back to his feet. Cyrus Crane is the last man standing right now. Absolutely, yeah. Sills, if there was a 
way to send a message. I think Cyrus Crane has just gotten beyond the skin of Guy Vietti. He, he's gotten so deep into his psyche that I don't even know how Guy Vietti is even planning to match Cyrus Crane this Sunday. That's right. I, I mean, not only that, I, I mean, you got to remember, that's that's one of Guy Vietti's old friends. Brunch Boy and Guy used to be inseparable. And like I said, Guy never was able to beat Brunch Boy in, in a match. So at that point, seeing him get decimated that quickly... That's really got to turn things around for you mentally if you're Guy Fieri. Absolutely, Sills. This is a situation that I don't think we were expecting this from Cyrus Crane. I don't think anybody was. But it looks like Cyrus Crane has a great chance of being the next JWF World Heavyweight Champion. That's right. But if I would say Guy Fieri might be in the deadliest spot on the show if it was not for that three-on-one handicap match where Lawrence Whitney, a, a glorified manager, is taking on his former clients now known as Legion. And of course, we know they are now joined by the demon known as Croc, who last week absolutely decimated Danny Roanoke. I mean, Lawrence Whitney at this point, he needs to get out of here. I would not go into this match if I was him. No, Sills, if I was in this situation, I'd probably be half a world away. Ah, who's, who am I kidding? Of course, I'd get my lumps, but uh, Lawrence Whitney, uh, you, a single person against three men in any situation, let alone the fact that he's facing Legion, this terrifying trio of extremely skilled and terrifying wrestlers, uh, you just wouldn't do it. That, that is right, but Lawrence Whitney apparently is not running because he is backstage with one of our top interviewers who have a lot of questions for him ahead of this match. Let's have a listen. Ladies and gentlemen, Dad the Dad McDonald backstage here with the man known as Lawrence Whitney, the man who is set on to take all three members of Legion this Sunday in a three-on-one handicap match. And, uh, 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 okay, Lawrence, I'm sorry, but I, I know I have to stay professional, but you've got to know going into this match is suicide. Maybe it is. Maybe walking into that ring and staring across from three giants will be the death of me but maybe maybe it's what I deserve McDonald look I have wronged a lot of people here in the JWF I have ruined careers betrayed allies and done everything I can to get the spotlight on myself and it kills me inside it kills me inside to go home and take that long look into the mirror and see what I've become and and to see who I could become because you see my actions my attitude it's it's not unlike that of scotty moore a self-obsessed megalomaniacal judas who stabs every back that he sees and i realized if i continued down the path i was on that's who i'd become so i was forced to make a choice I made a choice to go against my own interests remove myself from tv tapings and pray Every single day that Scotty Moore got his comeuppance at crossing the line. But he didn't. And now I am the martyr, trapped in the teeth of the basilisk, and I'm being forced to pay penance for everything that I've ever done, every person I ever betrayed, every match I ever interfered in, and I... I'm more than happy to pay that penance this Sunday. But Scotty, I want you to pray this Sunday. I want you to pray that your boys 
kill me because if they leave an ounce of Lawrence Whitney twitching, he will get back up and he will come for you. And I guarantee if that happens, I will make your life a living hell. Well, Tibbs, like I said earlier today, Scotty Moore, he's no stranger to having enemies in the back, and it looks like that he just gained one more in the form of Lawrence Whitney, who, let's be honest, he's been a manager for damn near his entire career, only a few matches under his belt, but he's still willing to go out, he's still willing to go fight, and in that that's the kind of attitude that I think Scotty Moore needs to beware right now. Let me tell you something, Sills, that, that conviction, that takes heart. That's a very special thing. Although it might be true, Lawrence Whitney might actually die in the ring this Sunday. That is right. And, uh, that is right. I'm glad that I'm not, I didn't book it. That is right, Tibbs. I mean, the man may end up a bloody pulp, but two men who we know will end up bloody will be the losers of this Sunday's First ever first blood matches. Our tag team champions, the Rising Suns, take on their own flesh and blood. The VWO, and like I said, a first blood match for their tag titles. And we already know the Rising Suns, they have a lot behind them right now. They're forced to not only defend these titles here, but also defend the JXT Tag Team Championships down in our developmental territory. They have become our first ever dual tag team champions they have got a lot of stress on them and you know this match where they're going to be forced to bloody their own brethren is going to be adding to that stress uh, exactly Sills on top of pulling double duty two companies not, not only that they're going to be fighting uh, their own flesh and blood just to make the other bleed that is the thing about a first blood match Sills it is it goes beyond personal. You are actually actively trying to make another human being bleed. That is right. A devastating match, that's to be sure. But, well, the Tim sounds like once again your son Chuck coming out to the ring. Let me tell you something. If I was Scotty Moore, I would have had Chuck banned or something because he's interrupted the main event every single week that Scotty Moore has had the book. And you know what, Sills? I'm here for it, honestly. I'm proud of my son for what he's doing, and I hope that tonight's announcement, whatever he decides, will be just as much a crawl in Scotty Moore's side as anything else. That's right. We, of course, remember Chuck being the biggest uh, proponent against Scotty Moore in these last few weeks, and he's coming out, but Tibbs, the last few weeks, he's he seemed upset. He seemed mad, but right now, Chuck's all smiles. What, what in the world's going on with him? Oh, Sills, that's, a, that's the face that he puts on. That's my son with a plan. Chuck has got a plan tonight. Well, let's hear what he's got to say. So uh, over the past few weeks, you know, we, we've all been waiting for the other proverbial shoe to drop, right? We've been waiting for the moment that Scotty Moore unleashes his whole master plan upon the world and how he can take over the JWF or the world or be the greatest wrestler ever, whatever it is. I mean, with the JWF in his hands, he has near infinite power. He doesn't know how to wield it, but trust me, he does. So when is all this going to happen? When, when's Scotty Morgan going to enact the big plan? I, I, I mean, surely his plan wasn't just to make some self-aggrandizing pay-per-view named after him and, and do what? Uh, 
give it give it a battle royal where the winner faces him. That's that's it. That's uh, that's all Scotty Moore, the great master vibe, could do. I'm sorry, but that this just can't be the same Scotty Moore that I battled in a bloody brutal title match earlier this year. I, I mean, really? Is that it? Oh, Tibbs, there it is, the music of Scotty Moore, and it certainly seems like Chuck is trying to get underneath his skin. What the world's Chuck's game here? I don't know, Sills. It's like he's he's really poking the bear on this one. It almost seems like he's inviting Scotty Moore to, to cause more chaos than he already has. I don't know what his game could be. Look, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Chuck, but there's no plan here. I said exactly what I wanted to do, and I'm doing exactly that. I wanted control of the JWF to prove that I'm better than the Tibbs family, in the ring and out of it. I wanted to prove that I can create a better show, and I'm doing exactly that. I mean, hell, look at this Sunday. We have got dream matches like the VWO and the Rising Suns, Blake Tanner versus Gazi. We are seeing the pay-per-view singles debut of Big Cyrus Crane. I mean, talk about a plan. Talk about my evil intentions. You just got to accept the truth. I have created a masterpiece of wrestling this Sunday. Right, yeah, but... I, I mean, surely you want more, right? Surely the great and powerful Scotty Moore wants to give himself a title shot or, or maybe a, a big celebration in your name and your name only. I, Hey, come on. You used to be something, man. You, you made history this year cashing in your cash in the bag briefcase at Wrestlepalooza. You invaded the JWF with the help of J your JXT army and you pinned Captain Tibbs. You took over his company and now this is how you want to end the year? I mean, talk about going out with a whimper. Okay, what do you want, Chuck? <laughs> Uh, I'm just, I'm just saying, if you really wanted Scotty Mania to be historic, you're gonna need one more match. How about a rematch from one of the greatest wrestling bouts to take place this year, when Scotty Moore faces Chuck Tibbs one uh, last time? Okay, there it is, there it is. And, if you win... You get control of the JWF forever. Why, you had my curiosity, and now you have my attention, dear Chuckless. Please continue. Well, if I win, you never take the book away from my father again, and I get a JWF title shot at the Regal Rumble. Tibbs, I hate to interrupt a segment, but what the fuck is Chuck doing right now? I... I don't know, Sylves. I didn't know that Chuck had this kind of power, but if I'm looking through the contracts correctly, yes, he does. He can give the book away f on my behest. I'm... I'm really not doing too good right now, Sylves. It's just like two weeks, right? It was only like two weeks, Scotty, because like, we take the end of the month off, so like, it's only like a few more weeks left. Although, one of those weeks is the Tibby Awards, would. Does that mean Scotty would have had control over the Tibbies? No, I don't think so. It's all voted on by committee. 
Well, Chuck, look, I love your idea. I, I really do. There's just, there's one little problem. You see, I'm going to be busy that night doing Silver Spoon's job better than he ever could. But you know something? I do, I do love this idea. I really love this idea. One final match to complete the card. I mean, I'll take you out of the Battle Royal. It's fine. I know you would have lost anyways. And you know what? I, I think I think I know someone who'd be very happy to take my place in this match. So you know what? I accept your terms. This Sunday, if Chuck Tibbs wins, Scotty Moore's out, and Chuck Tibbs will face the champion at the Regal Rumble. But that is a very big if Chucky, because this Sunday, Chuck Tibbs is stepping into the ring with none other than the undefeated King of the Hill, Robert Hill, in a steel cage match. Okay, he fucked up, Tibbs. He, I mean, I know I'm not supposed to swear on commentary, but holy shit, like, you want to talk about draw, like... Chuck earlier this year he took his ball and went home apparently came back with the ball and decided just to fucking drop it in the ring holy shit Sills you uh how do you feel about Boca think about retiring to Boca cause this is this is just about to be over Sills everything that my entire life and everything that I've built up to this point is going to be over this Sunday and I you don't know. No, damn it. I'm a Tibbs. I gotta, I gotta trust my son. I gotta trust his stupid, stupid decision. And it is a steel cage match. It is steel. Like, that means he can't run. Like, usually Chuck's good about, like, if he knows he's in a fight, he can't win. He runs. And he does clever shit. Man, I don't know. He can't run, Tibbs. Well. Wait a minute. Looks Are you not going to be here on Sunday? Apparently not. Apparently Scotty's taking my job at the commentary desk. So um, do I still get paid for that day? or? I don't know. I don't have the book. All right. Well, I'll be in Boca. You guys have a good pay-per-view. Um, it's going to be it's gonna be fucking a first blood match and some other shit and then a steel cage. Fuck. Look at that entirety. Listen, everybody. You can still get your donations in at patreon.com slash a load of BS if you would like to support the JWF for the last few weeks and fill up Captain Tibbs' wallet. Wait. So he can get his... uh, Do you get the money? Because he has the book, so like... No, no, no. I control the Patreon account. Completely different LLC. We got all of that. Okay, okay. Yeah, donate at patreon.com slash a load of BS. Pay for our trip to Boca. Pick up merch for your favorite superstars other than Scotty Moore. And merch.aloadofpurebs.com. But until next time, he's been Captain Tibbs. I've been Silver Spoon, and this has been JWF Monday Night Edition. Fuck Steel Cage Match. And we will see you next time hopefully